0: Hi, and welcome back to I'm a Happy Enchilada. And if this is your first time with us, thanks for tuning us in. Besides being available in audio everywhere, we are also available in video on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. So check us out there sometime and be sure to check out our previous 136 plus episodes for great topics that bring you awareness of the things that were never talked about at home and never learned about in school. You know, those things we just had to find out about and try to navigate on the fly, out in the real world. So now, let's jump into our topic for today, shall we? It's emotional abuse. Well, it's a rough topic and may bring you some unpleasant memories from your childhood or fresh memories with a current boyfriend, girlfriend, significant other, or spouse. You could be male or female. Emotional abuse isn't partial. It's practiced by both. Whether you're the abuser or the abused, Pay close attention throughout the episode to see what behaviors may apply to you in your relationship. This episode is simply about bringing you some awareness of emotional abuse. Professional help is always the best option with a situation that could become violent, even life-threatening, and emotional abuse is one of those. So let's get started. What is a description of emotional abuse? Emotional abuse includes non physical behaviors that are meant to control, isolate, or frighten you. This may present in romantic relationships as threats, insults, constant monitoring, excessive jealousy, manipulation, humiliation, intimidation, dismissiveness, among others. Oh. That's quite a list of behaviors in next. Here's a few signs of emotional abuse. First, they're hypercritical or judgmental towards you. Next, they ignore boundaries or invade your privacy. They are possessive and or controlling. They are manipulative and they often dismiss you and your feelings. Well, that's a lot to absorb all at once. Maybe you can just pause this for a minute or two because I have several more signs of emotional abuse to share with you. Okay, here we go. BSing you. It's called gaslighting, but it's the same thing. Isolating you from loved ones, using insulting language, yelling, shifting the blame, acting extremely jealous, and outbursts of unpredictable anger. Wow, that's a lot to think about right there, and we're just getting started. There's plenty more examples that you can go online and read for yourself if you wish, though. Okay, next, narcissism is an ugly topic I have avoided completely so far, but here's a few signs of narcissistic abuse you may want to consider since we're talking about abuse today. You feel worthless or useless. You no longer recognize yourself. You question your reality. You are isolated from friends and family. Other people are brought into the abuse, and you experience physical changes in your body. Oh, that's some heavy stuff. I'm almost speechless here. Yeah, going over all these signs of emotional abuse have me going back over past relationships and kind of second-guessing what was really going on. How about you? I think I'm going to need a quick trip to the beach after I finish this episode just to get my peace back. Well, let's move on. Next question to ask is, how do victims of emotional abuse behave? You may experience feelings of confusion, anxiety, shame, guilt, frequent crying, overcompliance, powerlessness, and more. You may stay in the relationship and try to bargain with the abuser's behavior, often placing blame on yourself, even though you are not at fault. So, what does emotional abuse do to a woman? Staying in an emotional or verbally abusive relationship can have long-lasting effects on your physical and mental health, including leading to chronic pain, depression, anxiety, or even PTSD. That's not surprising. It can tear down your self-worth in no time at all. And this is interesting. What is the cycle of emotional abuse? The cycle of abuse often goes through four main stages tension, incident, reconciliation, and calm. Behaviors may escalate from cycle to cycle, although this isn't always the case. Hmm. And what abuse is most common? Verbal abuse is the most common form of emotional abuse. Things may be said in a loving, quiet voice or be indirect even concealed as a joke. Confronting an abuser often takes the support and validation of a group, a therapist, or counselor. And here are the long-term effects of abuse or trauma, which can include severe anxiety, abuse of alcohol or drugs, depression, eating disorders, self-injury, and suicide. So here we are near the end of this episode and you may have noticed that I have not given you any advice on how to fix an emotionally abusive relationship. Well, the truth is I'm not qualified to do so. This is serious stuff and there wasn't much in the how to fix it department online that I am comfortable sharing with you. Now, from what I read online at best, The recovery process for the abuser requires them to first be willing to be open to change and then deal with any addictions and mental health issues they may have before they can begin to work on correcting their emotionally abusive behaviors. It's a long haul and nothing is guaranteed on this one. Well, I think that's about all I can do on this episode. It was a rough one any way you slice it. No doubt, emotional abuse is a terrible thing that has a huge effect on the person being abused. If that's you, I urge you to seek professional help right away to find out where you stand. And depending on the severity of your situation, perhaps even make a plan to leave that person quickly and without warning to ensure your safety. Better safe than sorry, or worse. Well, that's all I've got. So until next time, God bless and be a happy enchilada. Bye.